Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Today is Wednesday, so happy hump day, or Wednesday my dudes, if that's what you're into. I've flip-flopped between both of these when introducing Wednesday, so you can take your pick at this point. Now, I will admit I'm a little sad starting this episode because right before I hit the record button, Tapioca did the cutest little cat sneeze, and if I had hit the button a second sooner, I would have caught it and would have been able to share it with you, but unfortunately, she was too quick, and so we will not be able to listen to that here today, and I am so sorry, but hopefully I'll be able to catch her next time so we can all listen to that adorable little kitty sneeze, but you know what? That's okay, because today I have a very fun interview as per usual on my Wednesdays. Today we are interviewing a band. That's right, it's my first group interview. So that's pretty exciting. I guess we can push the tapioca thing under the rug and we'll come back to it at a later date. I promise I will catch her sneezing at some point. So without much ado, I will throw it to myself in the studio where I introduce the band I'll be interviewing today. That's right, a band. Over to you in the studio, Peyton. Thanks for throwing it to me in the studio, Peyton. Today I'm here in my Zoom studio with a family who band together to take their musical talents and passions all the way to America's Got Talent and beyond. We have Cadence, Maddie, Bennett, and Wisdom of None Above. So thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate it. So to get things started, I how did the band sort of start? Like what's your what's your origin story? How did how did you all discover your passion together? Alright, so we all individually have been taking lessons since we were so I was four. Four. I was three. Wisdom was seven. Ben was nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so one I mean so we've been doing it for we've been taking lessons for fifteen years. Oh wow. Yeah. It's 15 or 16, and they've been doing it for... This is our... Eight years. Eight, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't take lessons anymore. Yeah, yeah, we don't have lessons yeah. anymore. We just playing them. Oh, playing yeah. music, yeah. And so, like, we each had our own individual talent and mm-hmm. um, love for music. And so, we came together with... Uh, Actually, one day on Christmas, um, our father, he was like, hey, you guys, uh, you guys can play interest. Why not play together? Why not play a song, a Christmas song for everybody? So he came downstairs and then it was, you know, plucking guitar. Mm-hmm. Wizzle was trying to play some drums and I was singing. I was playing, we were playing Joy to the World. And then we played like, you know, Joy to the World a couple Christmases after that. And we started to really enjoy it. So we just decided to stick with it and uh, play music together as a band. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's cute. But how did you figure out what instrument you wanted to play, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I, I started out playing piano when mm-hmm. I was really young, and it didn't stick with me. I just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, like, we, we started playing piano together. We are going to take piano lessons together. Mm-hmm. And then I really liked it. I just liked, like, hitting things yeah. with my fingers. So <laughs> I stuck with it, and she just did Yeah, and, I, and I've always been a vocal person. Like, I, I, I make a lot of noise all the time. Like, I'm always making noise. It's really annoying. And so I... I love singing. It just it was easy. I, I mean, for me, Bennett, right? Like, I, I started with piano as well. Mm-hmm. And then I just didn't care for it, you know? So, and I, and I always watched, like, TV. And on TV at the time, there was a bunch of, like, the guitar was the craze, you know? Like, electric guitars. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, was super cool. And they were, like, shredding. And, then, and, then, and, then, yeah. and I was like, yo, I'm trying to do that. So, that's, that's how I got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't completely remember how I started to play drums. But I think it just kind of fit. It was, I was just, so kind of, who would always um, hit things. Kind of like Massey. 
them. So I just kind of fell into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what would you say it's, you know, what's it like being in a band with your, with your siblings? So having to work with them, you know, what's that like? Well, I think it's a blessing and a curse, mm-hmm. honestly. It's like, <laughs> they're your siblings. I mean, you know, you argue and you fight. Mm-hmm. You're with each other 24-7, especially during, this, during these times. Yeah. But the, I think the, the blessing would be, you know, the love that you have for each other. Because mm-hmm. the bond that you share is so tight, you know, because you're raised together, you live together, you love each other. And then there's the more practical side, which is practice, right? Yeah. And we live together, so, like, we can just... Hey guys, let's practice. And like, you know, all it takes is walking, walking to the basement. And you know, some of us are already here, so it, it takes a little no time. Whereas if we weren't together, then we have to drive, and we have to rent out a space, or we mm-hmm. have to go to someone's house. It'd be a lot. It'd be a lot more work. Yeah. Yeah. So, what inspired you, or inspires you, to make music, either you know now or in the past? And and what sort of things do you draw from when you're making music? I don't really think we don't draw from one specific Mm -hmm. thing. I think when we make music, when we create, it depends on what mood we're in, like Mm -hmm. what we want to put out, like what we want to talk about, what we want to share. It all is very circumstantial. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're making a song, what is what is your process of like creating a song or music? What does that look like? Do you have a certain process, or does it vary? Well, I say that in terms of like with like what type of song we're making mm-hmm. it varies but like usually these three will really be music heavy we usually start with wisdom he gives us yeah does he no. does he give us no we <laughs> usually start usually start with like a musical idea that mm-hmm. me or Ben will come up with ah that's true I know most of the music theory mm-hmm. and then so we come up with a musical idea and then Wizard has a beat and then the lyrics and melody come later. Like, mm-hmm. that's almost the last thing that we do. Oh, right. Yeah. Lyrics take, they take the most time. Yeah, they do take mm-hmm. the most time. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't make music like myself, what what is music theory? Can you give us, a, like, a short rundown? <laughs> music theory is basically the mechanical parts of music. Like, what makes a scale? What notes sound good together and why? That's basically it. Yeah. Okay, I see. Uh, which one of you writes lyrics? Do you all write lyrics? Who, who's the lyricist mainly? Well, we all write lyrics, mm-hmm. but mainly I do the majority of the lyric work. So now for either you or any of any of you who work on lyrics, uh, what, what do you strive? Is there a certain message you're trying to send with your music, with your lyrics, or does it vary? Or what, what do you try to push with your with your music? Well, we just came out with a new album. It's mm-hmm. called Season One, and for that uh, album, mm-hmm. our our message was really about pushing positivity, mm-hmm. positive energy, spreading love, uh, and you know, excitement, and joy. That was the idea for that mm-hmm. album. A lot. It was, there's a lot of happiness in there. But like our the the next album, the one we're working on right now, Ooh. is focused on more of like a feeling mm-hmm. than a message. Like for some songs, there's barely any lyrics at all because the music will carry the feeling for you. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like lyrics are important to help push the feeling of the message along. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I also feel like the song is like a vessel, like for for whatever you're trying to put out. But then also, like, you decorate, obviously, you decorate the vessel to make it look as nice as it can. So, like, it's not just the lyrics, right, that, that, that you pay attention to and that um, show your, your feeling and show you what you're trying to get out. 
it's also the music that surrounds it and the feel and the vibe, the tempo, all of that I think comes into play in in um yeah. Mm-hmm. So now going on to your sort of careers now, how did you get to the point where you were playing like America's Got Talent and like on that stage and doing that? How did, how did you get there? We just played a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so we, we, we practiced and practiced and got better and started doing gigs. And our producer said, you know, you should really try out for a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, let's do it. So we drove down to, uh, what was it, Malibu? It was no. Malibu. What? We went to Wisconsin when they were holding a cattle call for HT auditions, and mm-hmm. we just auditioned. Yeah, yeah. And then we yeah. went on from there. Milwaukee. That's what I said. We went, we went to Milwaukee. I said Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I said that. You said Malibu. Said Malibu. Yeah, it's a little... Milwaukee. Milwaukee's <laughs> a little <laughs> far from Malibu. Malibu. In Milwaukee. That's what I thought. <laughs> 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 As someone from Wisconsin, I wish it was Malibu and not Milwaukee. <laughs> Alas. What was that experience like? I don't think I've ever talked to anyone who's been on TV like that before. So what what did that feel like? How was that experience? I don't know how to describe it. There are times where it was really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And there are other times where it's like really happy. It's like a mixture of things. You're like really busy all day. And for us, it was a little bit stressful because there's a lot of like, I don't know how to describe it. We're on a, a, we're on a strict schedule and strict, yeah. a strict timeline. Right. But the first audition, like the first like cattle call auditions mm-hmm. were nerve wracking, but it, it was, it was, uh, it was really, really fun. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it yeah. was great. We got to meet a lot of people. Yes. That, also went on to do the show. Yeah. And then we got on the show. Like like you said, your day's really strict. Like you get in your hotel and then the bus shows up to take you to the filming place. Mm-hmm. You go and you film for, you know, hours and you meet people and you have your time and then you go eat and then you go home and you, not home. You go to your hotel and you come back the next day. Like it's really fun. But we yeah, also we got to see a lot of cool things like on set, like yeah. mm-hmm. personal. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. We, we made like a few friends too, which was yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you would you would say to someone who's looking to either get into making music or starting a band themselves? Do you have any advice or nuggets of wisdom to share? I think the one that I have to share is the songs that you make are going to be bad. Like, (laughs) there's no getting around it, right? But you just have to continue making songs. And after each song, something, you get a little something that sounds better and you say, okay. And then you take that wisdom and you just keep stacking it, stacking it until you come to a point where you're happy with the song that you make. I mean, I don't think a song is ever going to be perfect either. You know, Mm -hmm. you're always going to look back at it. It might be perfect at the moment. And then you'll always look back at it and you'll say, well, you know, I could have done this and I could have done that. And I think that's just the nature of making music. You know, it's never finished. I don't know. Can you come back to me? (laughs) What I would say is commit and sacrifice because if you really want to make music, you're going to have to be vulnerable about your feelings, about 
how, how you put down your feelings. So other people, they can't write music or they can't write, they think they can't write lyrics and so they go get someone else and then that's just get skilled and whatnot. So if you really want to make music, you know, commit to putting yourself out there and like he said, your songs are going to be bad. They're mm-hmm. going to suck and you're going to hate them and then you're going to try to <laughs> make them better mm-hmm. and then you have to be willing to sacrifice your time and your energy. It's going to take a lot. If you want a band, you're going to have to find a place to rehearse. You're going to have to finance um, your equipment and everything. You're going to have to sacrifice time with, you know, your friends to the band with you. Sacrifice time hanging out at the movies. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to have to give up some things. Yeah, I'd say always be open to new ideas. I think it's a band, but, like, you're also a team. And, like, mm-hmm. when you're a team, you have, like, working cogs and stuff like that that they all work together. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, be, always be open to new ideas. Yeah, I, I'd say in terms of uh, songwriting as a whole, when you have a song, again, that is bad, you should like take that song for what it is. Don't don't always go back and, and change something because like even though it's a bad song for now, it's still a really good building block for your next you know work of art. Mm-hmm. And so like although a song is could you could say never finished, a song is serves its purpose for that time and it, it helps you out a lot. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So now you guys are then working with StoryArc uh, with our online programming, right? Yeah. Making music and helping us out with some of our camps. So that's super exciting. Yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> so now I, I do follow you on Spotify, but where else can we can we find your music? Where do you, where do you showcase it? This is you can plug whatever you want now. Also. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, our music is up on YouTube as well. All, all of our music is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We have music videos, music videos on YouTube as well. We're going to be putting our music on SoundCloud. Yeah, this new album, as we finish it in quarantine, we're going to be putting it on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So it's not all that yet. We're, we're making that. You're yeah. just going to figure that out. But that's... Oh, yeah, and iTunes, iTunes <laughs> as well. <laughs> nice. Okay, well... Thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, thank you for, so much for talking to us. Yeah, no, thank you. You guys are great. You make awesome music, and yeah, you're fantastic artists. And I'm back. Right. Well, thank you so much to None Above for being interviewed. And also, if you're interested, I would highly recommend checking out their music. You can find them on Spotify or pretty much any other place you listen to music. As they said, they'll be uploading to SoundCloud soon, so that's exciting. Their name is spelled N-U-N-N-A-B-O-V-E, all one word, all caps. So you can go ahead and follow them on their different music streaming platforms. I follow them on Spotify personally, and I think that they make a lot of fantastic music, and they're well worth checking out. And hey, not too bad for my first group interview, right? I think it went fantastic, and I enjoyed having all of them on, so once again, thank you to None Above. I had a great time, and I hope you did as well. Now, my listener, I must leave you, but one more time, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can direct those to Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, at storyarcark.org, and I will be happy to answer those questions and address those concerns on my upcoming Friday Ask Peyton segment. So, if you have any of those, please go ahead and do that, and while you have the internet open to email me, you can also check out None Above. So, really, once again, it's a two-for-one. Oh, and Tapioca, did you have something to say about the band? Very insightful. Thank you, Tapioca. Well, I will leave you with that, my listener. So thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. I've been Peyton Signego. This has been COVID Operation. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe out there. I will see you tomorrow. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.